0: yeah okay well we're going we're in oh we're in <laughs> awesome we're live guys welcome back to the dog in his show hopefully everything is going to be working so do us a favor when you get in here uh let us know if you can hear us and see us okay uh kelly fisher can now hear us which is great <laughs> although sometimes you. you might not want to hear us i don't know how's it going kelly how's life
1: Good, thank you. Yeah, very good. Very good. I'm here in uh, Michigan, in Mount Pleasant at the Soaring Eagle Casino for the WPBA event. So I played uh, last night and I've got a match this afternoon.
0: Kelly, you are insane lately. You're winning everything. Like, what's it feel to be on top of the world?
1: Well, um, I mean, you know, it feels fantastic, of course. And I'll take it while it lasts, you know. I mean, uh, I'm just riding the wave at the moment. I'm playing my game i'm doing great i uh, couldn't ask for anything better really so the gods are with me and uh, the pool gods are with me and uh, like i said hopefully it continues May so may long it last uh, or whatever that saying is you know i'll take it
2: there was a little bit of uh, i don't want to say concern kelly but seeing some of these asian players back on that on that list when it came to the the world games it was kind of like all right well let's see if kelly can kind of go and and uh and step up to the plate, you know. Now that it's going to be a little bit tougher competition, did that cross your mind at all, Kelly, going into it? Once you saw that that players list.
1: Good point. Yeah, of course it did. Yeah, I mean <clears throat> the last, apart from when I won in Sanya pre COVID pandemic, um, you know that's the last time I've played against any Asians apart from online, um, in the lockdown period, and uh, that's very different, of course. So my winning streak, as people are calling it, and you know, so am I. I'm thinking to myself, yeah, you know, it's it's great, and I'll take it. But when I was playing in the World Games, I knew that um, the Asians would be playing also, and I thought to myself, you know, last thing I want to do is to. Of course, I don't want to end the streak, but last thing I want to do is first time I play against the Asian players is lose, because it kind of it's like you know, oh, well now the Asians are here. Kelly's not winning. So it crossed my mind more than people think, uh, to be honest with you. And I really um, were very determined and very focused to to do the best I can and and to hopefully come out the winner. So winning that one meant so much, it being the World Games, first and foremost. I can't express it was a dream come true. But actually beating uh, Japan and then Taiwan, so JU, a previous gold medalist, world champion, I'm She's won everything. Uh, That was the icing on the cake. And, uh, yeah, I couldn't have asked for it to go,
0: on, go any better. Really. Kelly, I love that you said that and that you admitted that because there's so many cliches, right? You play the table, you know, it's like, you don't worry about your opponent, but you're like, no, if I lose to the Asians, people are probably going to say, oh yeah, she was dominating before the Asians came back, but now they're back. And yeah. so that's what, one of the things I love about you, you're just real.
1: Um, yeah. And
0: now coming out of the pandemic. I mean, you're playing amazing. And I think that might speak to the fact that you really took that opportunity when the world was shut down and worked on some things and worked on your game. Can you share kind of your approach during the pandemic and maybe some of the things that help you be successful now?
1: Well, I mean, you know, for me, and, and listen, I know the pandemic was and still is, um, you know, devastating for so many people. We lost so many lives. We lost so many businesses and and, and things, and the world's upside down. So I, I don't say this lightly when I say that for me, the pandemic, it, I I I don't like to say, but I enjoyed having the time at home, not having to travel, getting into a routine, being able just to every day practice and have a schedule. You know, every day without thinking. Okay, uh, I'm flying tomorrow or the next day I've got to travel to the airport and then there's a tournament and then you're flying back and you know it was nice just to be able to actually just have me time and completely my business was closed the pool hall so there's no worry about that although financially everybody was worried but still it was just nice to have that day-to-day routine and you know I really knuckled down I got fit I lost quite a lot of weight so I was working out, walking my dog, I was practicing every day and I got into a really good place in myself. Um, now, since things have opened up and I've started traveling again, I've gained most of that weight back, but that's another story and another show, I think. <laughs> but, you know, um, it's um, it was nice. It was it was, it was was nice that I maximized and made the most of it um, for myself. And uh, when traveling the world and playing in tournament after tournament, when you're home you're trying to spend that time quality with your family and do a lot of stuff with them you don't get that chance to just think about yourself and and just you know every day have a routine really because I've got a business as well as well as obviously family when I'm back for short periods of time it's just constant on the go um, but not in the right ways necessarily so yeah I maximized to the best I can um, best I could for, for me really and it really showed
2: I say it's shown with quite a bit of consistency because the tear that you've been on, and we brought this up off air is um, Albin like, and we all know the successes that he had last year on the men's side of things, Kelly, but you're, you're on, on course to have quite a long winning streak, which in professional sports is kind of unheard of because of the level of competition. I remember talking with Pinozo, uh whenever we were previewing the world games, and he was like, well, this is going to be the test because you got some Taiwanese players back. You got some uh, Japanese players back, and, and you seemed to handle it with ease. I know you were down in that final, I think something like 4-1, to one, alternate break. Were you sweating at all? Were you nervous at all?
1: Well, I mean, yeah, of course. But at 4-1, um, I remember thinking I've not really done anything wrong. I'd done one shot wrong. I'd made a safety error. So basically she won the lag, broke and ran. I made that safety error 2 0. She broke around 3 0. I broke around 4, zero, four uh, 3 1. She broke around 4 1. So at that moment, I'm thinking, well, you know, I've only, I'm, i broken run when I had that opportunity. I've only done one error, which of course one error too much. And then when I broke around the next 4 2, then she made I made an error. So 4 3, and then I broke round 4 4. At 4 4, we had six break and runs. So, you know, I, it's easy to say now that I weren't concerned. But, of course, at the time I'm thinking, you know, it's going to go one way or another here. <laughs> but I, I've not done anything wrong yet. So let me just get to the table, Let me, you know, and I'll, and I'll fight away. And and that's what happened.
2: Well, rumor has it that the final was almost not to be because you almost didn't make it from what I hear. You want to share that story with us, Kelly?
1: Yeah, that is true. Um, Well, basically, I decided to get the uh, – to maximize the – Oh, the all experience, the whole experience, should I say, of staying on campus, if you like, in the village um, and staying at the um, dorms in the dorms with all the other athletes. And we had a cabin bed you had to climb onto, and a lot of players decided not to stay there. At first, I thought we had to stay there, and uh, I decided, okay, it's not bad, you know, it's not great, but it's not bad. I can stay here. And the great thing about that was you you went into the canteen and you could see all the other athletes from all the different sports. It was a really was a buzz about it you walked out and you could see on the lot on the grass the lawn uh gymnastics f- flipping each other up in the air and really? kickboxing practicing you know the kicks and it was it was brilliant i loved all that anyway i'm telling you that because a lot of the players decided to stay in the sheraton which was our venue including soju so i and others that stayed there and myself Brittany bryant the japanese yuki and a few others stayed there of course we had to get the, the bus, uh, the official bus that shipped to call the athletes from our village to the venues. We, obviously, we all had different venues. So we had to get on the right bus, and off we went. So my bus, um, I decided to, I won my match at 9 a.m., so I had a big break. i come back at lunch, relaxed a little bit, and got on the 4.15 bus. It's only 10 minutes away. So I thought I'd be there by 4.30, I can have, you know, an hour to practice, warm up, relax So I get on the bus, off we go, but due to it being the last uh, finals days, if you like, on on them last couple of days, uh, security had vamped up and they'd cornered and roadblocked off all around um, the Olympic Village. So my bus driver, or the bus drivers, didn't know that this had happened, the police hadn't informed them, what roads to take to get to different arenas well this lady bless her she's tried every road possible and every road were blocked off and she's on the phone and nobody knew the answers and at one point she gets out the bus and lifts one of the barricades up and moves it and drives the bus through it oh Um, yeah we go down there and the road's blocked at the other end so now she's got to reverse all the way out of there on a 52 seater bus it was crazy it's nice. Yeah, she's calling. She's saying I've got a, an athlete on the bus that's playing for gold medal. at <laughs> Five thirty. What am I gonna do? In the end, we went on the highway. I'm contacting the BCA and Shane Tyree. Shane, I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. And uh, anyway, long story short, she got me as close as she could. And it's hundred degrees outside. I'm wearing my vest, my shirt, and I had to run from. Uh, I got there at five fifteen, I had to run from where she dropped me off all the way to the um to the actual venue and i arrived at five fifteen, sweating hot and bothered uh panicking and uh, maybe it yeah. did me a favor i didn't have time to think about it and i just went straight out onto the field and and had to play hence why when i hit the lag i was still a bit uh, shaky and i hit it so hard, way hard <laughs> yeah.
0: That poor bus driver. But, you know, I think she was kind of lucky that she had Kelly Fisher in there and not like Earl Strickland. <laughs> you know
1: what I mean? you imagine? Yeah, no, I, I can't. You're right. I mean, you know, I was panicking. don't get me wrong, but uh, yeah, I'm quite a calm person. So uh, I'm just like, she was trying her best and she was getting more irate than me. She was on the phone and, and going crazy. She, <laughs> she was going crazy. She was going nuts. And, um, yeah, I mean, I had to run. The worst of it was is probably just the panic, and then having to run in the heat. And I got there, and I'm like, oh my god! And um, I had time to to um, run one rack on the table. And as I'm on the six or seven, running just the practice rack, they were announcing my name. So I really didn't get time to do uh, any practice or preparation for it. Maybe that was a blessing in disguise
2: yeah that's pretty that's pretty incredible because you're playing for a gold medal this happens once every four years it's not like it's the it's the tuesday night chip tournament like joey was at a couple days ago (laughs) Mike.
1: Mike, that's a serious
2: tournament mike
1: (laughs) you couldn't write it you know you really couldn't i mean it was just i thought to myself well i mean will they delay the the final for me because um it's it's the olympic boss organization you know it's the police i don't know the police in the end had to let me let us through a particular barricade to allow us to get as close as possible it was you couldn't write it honestly it was just unbelievable
2: did you ever think i may not make it
1: yes 100 yeah. we had to go on the highway and all the way around the back end and i thought to myself if that size blocked off i even had my google maps taking me you know seeing how far i was away seeing if she was going the right way because you know she, she didn't know what to do either. It was awful, awful.
0: Wow. So Kelly, one thing we want to do, we want to try to incorporate the viewers a little bit. And there's a bunch of great questions in here. And so I'm just going to take one of them. When I interviewed you last year, we talked about the fact that sometimes it's hard to stay focused and we were talking about the, the gender differences in pool players, and you were saying that, you know, hey, sometimes I'm shooting a shot and I'm thinking about my laundry, <laughs> you know, and it's like a struggle you go through sometimes. But Patrick Neal asks, what is the hardest challenge uh, in staying focused during practice, and how do you overcome that? We know you have a, a super uh, high work ethic. How do you stay focused during your practice sessions? Great well, it's
1: one thing that uh, my coach, Lionel Payne, has always told me. Even from a chat, kid, you know, he said, he would rather have one hour quality practice than four hours, 50 percent. So one hour, 100 percent rather than four hours at 50 percent. So what I do is when I go in, you know, I dedicate as much focus, as obviously 100 percent focus as best I can. And the minute that I start to feel I'm losing that, I take a break. And, I, you know, I'll go maybe for an hour break, 10-minute break. It all depends. You know, I can come back later that day. Or if I don't feel like it, I don't. But basically what I try and do is give myself two hours practice on my own a day. And normally I can do the two hours in one go. But if I can't, if for whatever reason, something important comes up, a phone call, or I try and turn my phone off. But if, if I need to answer a call or something, you know, I take that break and I come back. The main thing is quality practice. It's not about the amount of time that I put in. For me personally, I'm not saying everybody's the same, but I would say the most important thing is um, the, the quality of the practice. So, you know, everybody has a different um, focus, uh, you know, a different length of time they can focus. So I just say, go with what you feel. And um, certainly the minute that you're losing that focus, get out of there, take a break. And
0: That's come- great advice. That's great oh. advice. I'm gonna I'm gonna do one more real quick. Uh, you know, our buddy Mike Pinozo's in the chat, and he's he's got a lot of comments there, which is awesome. But one of them, he wants to know: Is this like your best run that you've ever been on, including when you were at the top of the snooker world? Do you feel like now, like this is the hottest you've ever been?
1: No, in snooker, I had the world record at one point. Um, it's not now; it's been beaten now by the world record of winning. One minute, 15 or 16, I think it's 15 tournaments in a row, 69 matches in a row without getting beat. But that in wow. snooker, we don't have double elimination because I've been beating some of these tournaments and come through the loser side, just to clarify. So in snooker, we never have double elimination, it's single elimination. So I won 69 matches in a row. I got beat um, on the 70th match. So I won 69 matches in a row and 15 tournaments back to back.
0: That's insane.
2: <laughs> I
1: feel, if, I feel like if Spike you replicate that,
0: that in
2: pool now, that would be nuts. Yeah. That would be great. That, that's pretty remarkable. What have, what have your so peers there. had to say to you, Kelly, in regards to the, the heater that you're on right now?
1: Yeah, you know, everybody is fantastic. That's what I love about our pool world, our pool family, if you like, you know, you'd think, Of course, there's players gunning for me, of course. Um, And, and, you know, many have said you've got a big target on your back and things like that. But, you know, genuinely, every single one of them, you know, high five, hug, um, congratulations, you're doing fantastic. And, um, you know, of course, I do realise that that they're out to stop that. But genuinely, aside, off the table, you know, everybody's uh, one big family and everybody's, you know, wishing me congrats jason this morning which you know congrats and whether it's male or female darren apples they're all you know everybody's um been great so um the one about here at this tournament they were joking about having a bounty Everybody <laughs> chipping in <laughs> <laughs> i love that yeah like that so it's all fun though but you know everybody's been wonderful we,
2: we mentioned the asian players coming back kelly and there's an asian tournament um on on the schedule now with I think in Singapore, have you heard anything because, you know, years ago the women had quite a full calendar out there in, in, um, in Asia. I mean, I remember the Amway cup. I remember the, the China open. I mean, just so many, so many monster tournaments out there. Have you heard anything as far as any kind of schedule coming back out there for you on the women's side of things?
1: I've not, I've not. And I mean, you know, I'm in close ish contact with uh, the CBSA And there's nothing scheduled yet. I don't think we're going to be seeing any events in China um, till the end of next year. Again, that's a guess. I've not been told that for sure. But uh, there's nothing scheduled yet. Uh, China's had a bit of a nightmare, as we all know, uh, with these lockdowns. And and they're still not over it yet. Nothing can be planned for international uh, players to come in, um, as far as I know, right now. So I think um, we're going to be looking maybe the second half of next year. If not sooner, great, but I I really can't see it.
0: Kelly, I've been really impressed with a lot of the young junior players that we're seeing, and someone in the comments mentioned that too, You know, stepping up, playing in WPBA events. Uh, Do you see maybe the next Kelly Fisher out there, or who are some of the younger players that you've been impressed with?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's some great players up and coming. Savannah, you know, I mean, we know we've all seen, or many have seen a lot. Of her on on social media. Her parents and herself have done a great job uh, to promote her as a player. And she's such a lovely girl, and so is her family. And what a great player. She's got, you know, a natural ability, which is what I love to see. She's so young, she's only 12 or 13, I think. And uh, she plays with flair, she plays with, you know, confidence. And uh, I'd say out of all of them, uh, she strikes me the most uh, natural and naturally talented. So, I mean, there's a lot, you know, there's quite, I'm saying a lot, there's quite a few. Uh, We've got America pulling out two, three, four, maybe now. And um, we've got Europe, some great little players in Europe coming through as well. But it's great to see. Uh, And I'm sure China being closed off, I'm sure there's about 100 Coming through, we when we go back to China. There's probably about 100 juniors all waiting to play. So, um, no, I, I mean, the game's at a peak right now, which I'm so happy about, not for myself or not just for myself, um, but for our sport and the future of our sport. And I think, uh, you know, for these juniors, I'm hoping it keeps going forward and keeps uh, going to new heights. And uh, hopefully that will, um, you know, Oh, what's happened here? Can you we hear me? You. Yeah, yeah we're we still good. got you. Okay, um, I've lost you. One second. Oh, wow. oh no. It's okay. I've got your back. I've got you back. Okay. There we go. <laughs> and, uh, um, you know, hopefully, the new heights they can for these kids, it's going to be um, it's it's going to be a great future, and that's something that you know, I would love to see for when I'm finished, and um, I'd love to see and help and grow the sport for these for these youngsters so that they can, you know, maximize on what, what we've all been trying to do over all these years, which is uh, build the sport up to where it deserves to be up there with such as golf and tennis. Will we ever get there? I don't know, but anywhere close will be fine, you
2: know. You're, you're an ambassador on a number of different levels, Kelly, and it's crazy to go and think about it. And I, And I love talking about juniors, but, man, you're you're playing like, like you're, you know, a teenager yourself. You know, going out there and, and, and having and having this kind of um, uh, enthusiasm. And and not only that, but you're traveling all over the place. You go from Birmingham, Alabama. Now you're over in Michigan. Um, what do you got going on out there? I think there's a WPBA event, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, it's WPBA uh, Masters. So it's one of our big ones. Um, it's at Soren Eagle Casino in Mount Pleasant. And, um, yeah, we have this. We've had this every year for I don't know how many years. Over 10 years, obviously, with the pandemic, we've not had it for three years now. So it's great to be back. And um, it's a great uh, casino. It's a great event and a great arena. So it's great to be back here. Um, and, yeah, from here, um, on Monday, I go back to the UK and on, I arrive on Tuesday. And on Wednesday, I'm going on vacation with, with Val. So, uh,
2: vacation. You've earned yeah. it. Yeah. Do, you, do <laughs> but, you know how to do that? Because all you yeah, know right. how you seem to do is win, right?
1: <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be like, relax. And what? <laughs> you know, wait, have they got a pool table local? <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> Where are you uh, headed to, Kelly? Cape uh, Verde.
0: Oh, nice.
1: Yeah, a lot don't know where that is, but, not do I really, but it's across from I don't the it. way. Um It's like a little island. It's still part of Europe, I believe. It is, in fact, part of Europe. But it's, uh, it's, Directly across from like Africa, but not too close, if you know. So, yeah, it's yeah. nice.
0: Nice there. Yeah. So, Kelly, over the last few years, you know, you've played in a uh, really diverse set of events. You've played in a lot of matchroom events. You know, you've played with events with men and women. You've played, you know, in the WPBA events. I'm curious, what is your favorite event to play in? Uh, actually, I can't take credit. grants them. Ask that question in the chat, but what's your favorite event uh, on the calendar?
1: Well, you see, for me, my favorite event's always been the Amway Cup, which was in Taiwan. That went that event and was on for twenty-five years or twenty years. I'm not sure. we definitely celebrate an anniversary of twenty or twenty-five years before it ended, unfortunately. And, nine ball, right?
2: It was a nine yeah, ball.
1: That event. was a fantastic event, and I played in that since 2007 or six, something like that. And that was, um, you know, a phenomenal event. It was percent that perfected it, put it that way. Going from that event, oh, my. The event uh, in Austria that we had last year, and we're having the World Tempo Women's Championships and the World Team Championships in September, that event that Jasmine Ocean and Albin Ocean and her manager and crew put together that I played, that was phenomenal. It was in a stadium. It was perfect conditions. Very professional, top top class. So I'm looking forward to that event. But there's so many, you know. The Predator events have been great. Matchroom events are great. Um, China events, even though it was tough traveling to China and becoming accustomed to the culture and the food and things like that, I have to say they put on great events. You know, I mean, the setup was amazing. And um, so, yeah. And Cup stands out. I always love the Philippine World Ten Ball Championships. But again, that's ended. That was years ago. And this year we've got the Ten Ball World Championships back for the first time since 2012. So Whoa. 10 years later. So that's exciting. So, and I know it's in Austria, and it's going to be a great event, because I've been there before. Like I said, so I think that might might end up being my new favorite arena, a new favorite event. But we'll see.
2: Who's going to win see. it, Kelly?
1: Well, I'm going there
0: to win it. I don't know who's going to win it. I hope it's me. I I love it. So, Kelly, you now have the World Games gold medal. Um, You've won everything. And so, I ask this question sometimes to folks that I'd be really curious to hear your answer. If you can only win one more major event, which one would you want that to be?
1: I would say. The world 10 ball championships and i say that because i won the world Ten Ball. that was my first world title in pool coming from snooker right my first world championship title so i won the world championship ten ball in 2011 and then in 2012 i won the world nine ball so then fast forward 2019 i win the world nine ball again so it's only right isn't it? it's only fair to say Two and two, two ten ball, two nine ball. Um, You know, so that would certainly um, be, and that's the next one coming up after uh, the next world championship coming up for us. Now, just to finish off that question, if there was an eight ball world championship, then that would complete the The set, wouldn't it? Then I'd have snooker, I've done billiards, world championship, eight ball, nine ball, ten ball. So we've not got one yet, but if, so for right now, my goal would be to win the 10 ball again, but if we're getting eight ball world championships, then I'd have to pick that over that.
2: You bring up the world, the world 10 ball for women that was last held in 2012, Rublin won that event. She was out there at the world games. Where would you kind of clock her her game and the other Asian players after not seeing them for so long, Kelly? Well,
1: yeah, Rublin won that in 2012, beating me in the final, <laughs> bless her. <laughs> And, um,
2: yeah, way to go, Mike. Bring that all up. Right, sure. I, I, all I remember was her winning. I don't remember that <laughs> Kelly was in the final. Yeah, I no. dogged that question. Oh, man. No, no. Um, <sighs> but
1: yeah, no, I, I mean, I know the players have been practicing, so you know, I know they've been practicing away. And and their game, my lord, it was, I think, there maybe have been a, a bit competition rusty. I didn't get to see them play much because. You know, it was one match a day. So you play your match and I didn't hang around too much um, at the venue. I watched a bit of snooker. um, I watched some of the carom, watched the guys play. I watched a few games here and there, but I didn't hang around too much. Um, So, so J.U. played great. Like I said, at 4-4, we have six break and runs. And she made a couple of errors that I didn't expect. But I also know in the previous match that she played Lights Out, um, same as uh, Yuki. I know she won 9 1 against a great player and played. She told me she played great. Perfect pool, nearly. Uh, Rublin, I think she struggled a little bit at this World Games. Again, I didn't see much. I saw the end of one of her games. Uh, but she, the the German ladies, Piafilla and uh, Veronica uh, Ivanovsky, I'm not going to say her second name properly. So
2: I'm not Veronica,
1: yet. Uh, I know they play great. Uh, they do play great. And they really put a challenge on. Um, on Rublin, and uh, she lost 9-8 to Veronica, but she won against Pia 9-8. So they were two tough matches for her. Um, So I'm not sure how she played throughout it. I didn't see it, but uh, you can never take it like this. It's nine ball pool. Things happen in nine ball. I know they've got the game to beat anybody, of course, including me, you know, of course. And they've beat me many times. So J.U.'s 5-3 up. In games against each other she's she's beaten me five times i've beat her three times i think something like that i was told so well, you know i just no, go out there and play my game that's it
2: i was going to say is it that much more daunting kelly given the format it being an alternate break whenever you're in in a hole like that
1: well you know i try not to think about it really mike i mean if i'm in mean, <sighs> (sighs) All I've got to do is make sure I do what I can do on my break and my opportunities. And, you know, I think when it's alternate break, and well, when it's either winner break or alternate break, if it's your opponent breaking, all you're hoping for, and I think every player never prays or or hopes for as much during that moment when they're breaking and you're like, please don't let them have a shot. (laughs) Don't let them see the one ball, you know, and that's all you're thinking. (laughs) You know, all you're thinking is "Don't don't give them a run out. Uh, layout run out layout here so it's out of your control so i suppose that's that feeling's not nice but um you do know that you're getting another shot to break next rack. whereas we win a break you are sat there until they finish so yeah i don't think too much um i just try and focus on doing what i can do when it's when i'm on the table um easier said than done of course my brain goes all over the place sometimes but I just try and stay focused and uh, keep confident within myself.
0: Kelly, you're so positive uh, when it comes to like your approach in terms of like controlling what you can control and there's other things that are out of your control. You even talked about, hey, I'm down big in a match, but I didn't make any mistakes, so I just have to do what I need to do when I get back to the table. I think there's a lot that you could add in terms of maybe writing a book or, you know, finding a way to impart that type of wisdom on a lot of players, because I've even seen other top players who have a completely different mentality. It's like, oh, that guy got lucky, you know, like, you know, crap that ball in should never made it. And, you know, this happened and that happened. And I always tell people, like, focus on what you can control. And it kind of seems like you have so much wisdom in that area and it's lifted you to kind of where you are. Have you ever considered videos, training videos, books, you know, that kind of stuff?
1: I have, I have. Um, Yeah, I mean, I suppose I'm not that technical, as we can see with what happened earlier, I'm not very technical. (laughs) Videos and and stuff like that are a little bit like, it feels like quite hard work, and and I'm not saying that it's not something I'm willing to do, but right now, we we obviously, my lack of technical uh, ability and travelling so much, it, it would be hard to fit that in right now. Writing a book, again, I'd, obviously, I need some help there. It won't would, it be something that I'm, I'm opposed to doing. But at the moment, I'm just trying to, while I'm still doing well and in my career still, you know, at my height of my career, I'm trying to focus on that. Um, and then when it's time to, you know, calm down a little bit and when I've got more time, then I'd love to do something like that. So that's be something that I would definitely think about in the future for sure. <laughs>
0: One of the first comments, I know you got to go soon, so we're going to wrap it up. But one of the first comments that we had on this video was from a guy named Matt Poland who said his nine-year-old will be in the stands today and is really looking forward to meeting you. So, yeah. yeah. So tell us about that, though, because, you know, I was telling Mike that I was about to play a match right next to Shane Van Boning in in Vegas last year, Mm -hmm. and Shane's warming up. And while he's warming up, people are coming, getting photos, getting autographs, and how do you manage that? How do you manage the fan interaction, you know, and still be the person that you are, you know, who I'm sure is very generous with your time, but also staying focused on what you need to do at the table.
1: It's a tough one that because, you know, in snooker, it's not like that. Once you're at the table, nobody would come close to you. Once you're warming up or whatever at the table. And when I come to America, I know I had to transition to, to learn that, um, you know, there's a lot more interaction with the fans, which I think is great. Um, But it was a learning curve. I had to learn, you know, and um, just go with it and learn how to zone the focus in and out, really. You know, you've got to pitch it, okay, no problem, and then back in and zone in, which was, you know, it's another new experience and something that players do have to learn also. Um, So, you know, I think it's great that the fans, there's not many sports where the fans can get so close um, to the players, to the pros, which um, is one thing which, which makes us a big, happy family, like I said. You know, um, I've ended up with so many new friends um, through them just coming to an event like this and um, coming over and chatting, you know. and You you don't see that in many sports. And some wonderful people I've met throughout the years um, by by that too. So I do think um, it's a great positive for our sport. Uh, It is tough as a player sometimes. To uh, when you let's say you're trying to work on something because you've had a bad match, but we we do have a practice room for that. So what all I'd say is, is for other players, if you've got something really important to work on, go practice into the practice room. And if, if you're out on the field practicing, you can expect that and don't you know don't be rude. But also if you need that time, just just tell them you'll be right back. You know I just think it is a way to handle it. Uh, for me, that's all I, all I do is if it's. Um, you know, if it's something i need some time to myself i'll just say i'm sorry do you mind giving me 10 minutes whatever i think it's it's an easy solution and i think it's great that we have so many fans so keen to to um, you know show us the love and uh, what the pictures. i love it i really do so now it's second nature for me
2: i want to get you out of here on this kelly you had a you had a student of yours who just played for a world pool masters final in loho yeah. Sum. what yeah. made you more nervous playing in in the uh in the gold medal round or uh watching your student go out there and and fight for a whirlpool master's title
1: good question i tell you it's two totally different feelings Um, and you know again we talked about control sitting in your seat not having control or having control. at least when you're playing you're part of that control but when you're watching you have zero control the whole the whole time of it so yeah totally nerve-wracking it really was and um Bless him, he did fantastic, though. Um, he really did. I'm so proud of him. Um, he's going to go on to do even better. I know that. I've known him since he was 16 year old, and um, he's got a great game. And uh, Yeah, him and Robbie Capito and Leo. Uh, there's a few of them from Hong Kong that I've worked with for uh, six, six, seven years now, and, and they're doing great What Lovely kids as well. Great men now, you know? Um, so it was very nerve-wracking. Uh, I'd still say the World Games was probably you know, asked the topic really, because that was just like a dream for me, but totally different nerves watching him. I think I bit a few nails off or bit my lip. I don't know. It was, it was uh, terrifying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Kelly, you talked about all the friends you made out there. You have two friends here and you're always welcome on the Dog and It Show. We okay. really appreciate you joining us. Wish you best of luck in the WPBA event and everything else for the rest of the year.
1: I appreciate it, guys, as always. Yes, and a friend here, back to you too. And thank you for having me. And, uh, yeah, see what we can do here, eh?
2: Good keep luck the in your match, going.
1: <laughs> yeah. you see well, It's got to end one day, but hopefully keep it going for now. That's right.
2: <laughs> okay. Thank
1: you.